The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. Will Brinson and Katie Mox here, and this is our All 32 series, the series where we catch you up with insiders to give you all the information you need to know on every single NFL team leading up into the season. Today, we are covering the Minnesota Vikings with NFL writer and Vikings insider Cody Benjamin with CBSSports.com. Koji, Cody, thanks for joining us today. Koji. Koji! What's up, Koji? I'm going to start Curtis going actually that. a cool name. I, I, can yeah, I've, I've, I think we're onto something here. I, you know, growing up, it would always be like Kobe or something like that. Mm. People would mistake or Corey. Mm. That's a big one, but that Koji is kind of cool. Koji. And I would say, yeah, I feel very privileged to be on today because this is Katie Mox and Will Brinson. So I feel like I'm in the presence of, you know, not one, but two celebrities. Yes. Wow. You're in the presence of something, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we uh, hopefully we won't swear in this podcast. We uh, we got we got a little loose of the language yeah, by accident. Uh, Jeff Kerr. Uh, we're talking about the Eagles with uh, Jeff Kerr. If that hasn't aired, I don't know when they're airing. I'm going to shut up now and ask mm-hmm. you instead about the Minnesota Vikings uh, specifically. Alexander Madison, a popular best ball handcuff or fantasy football handcuff the last few years in the event that Dalvin Cook could get hurt. Now is their feature back? Um, yeah, I sort of wonder. Like, do you do you get the sense of the Vikings that they truly believe he can be a feature back, or is this a yeah? Because like he's not Dalvin Cook. Like he's just not. Like Dalvin Cook is a is a a, a better talent. And um, I just wonder, do you get the sense that they believe he can be a feature back? That this is about Alexander Madison moving on and going to Alexander Madison. The, the decision to get rid of Dalvin Cook, or is this more about just the basic economics and um, analytics that go into the devaluation of the running back position. Yeah, I think it's the latter. I think it depends what you call feature back. I think they're looking probably for more of just a functional back. Um, And I mean, the vibe I feel like around the team has been not overly worried about moving on from Dalvin cook, but also not overly excited, if that makes sense. So, I mean, there's, 
like you said, there's a drop off, I think, in just sheer electricity. Um, I, I think that Alexander Madison, like many running backs around the NFL, you can plug him in. And if you have a capable offensive line, he's going to, you know, for the most part, do his job. Um, without Dalvin Cook, I wonder if we don't get more, you know, not just Alexander Madison, a huge role, but more motion, more gadget runs to kind of complement him. So you're, you're talking about guys like KJ Osborne, Jordan Addison, even Jalen Rager, if he makes the team, you know, utilizing sweeps, motions, and also just a heavier passing game. I think that's what it's going to result in. If you look at uh, Kirk Cousins, his first year under Kevin O'Connell, a career high number of pass attempts. I think that just that trajectory continues. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I was surprised to see them uh, let Dalvin uh, cook go like that. Let's talk now about Kirk cousins entering the final year of his contract. You know, he is getting older. I know he's very beloved in Minnesota and outside of his primetime woes has been very successful for the franchise. Uh, how do you see this playing out with cousins? Yeah, I mean, this it might be obvious, but this is certainly the closest I think we've come to Minnesota kind of preparing for a split. Um, yeah. So if you think, you know, 2018, he signed a three-year deal. 2020, he got a two-year extension. 2022, he got a one-year extension. So we've seen progressively less commitment from the team, you know, over a course yeah. of time. And part, part of that is his doing the same way in Washington. He kind of milked the market to stay well compensated. But I think you know, if the Vikings wanted him locked up, they'd have done that. And so mm. he really does, you know, you said he's beloved in Minnesota. I think he, he, you know, I think of him kind of like a Derek Carr with the Raiders yeah. fan base. Everyone enjoys him. He's not him. disliked. He, yeah. I don't hate him. He's, he's, not, he's yeah. not actively disliked, but he's also not, yeah, he straddles the line. I mean, he's borderline top 10 production year in, year out, but kind of like Carr, like D Dak Prescott, I mean, these other proven big names, there's been no trophy to show for it. And so um, this isn't necessarily a, an original take, but I, I do think for the first time in five years, really, everything is on the table for the Vikings at quarterback, especially like right after this season. So, really? um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, it's a contract year. I mean, we don't often see that with a veteran quarterback. And so, you know, their, their front office has been, more transparent than normal about kind of wanting long-term flexibility there. And so, yeah, this is a, it's a really odd year for Kirk Cousins because it's a contract year, a prove it opportunity. And yet the roster has kind of been stripped down as opposed to built up. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I, I certainly think they could look towards the drafts. If you want to bring in, like, if you really want to get into the, like rumor mill post 2023, you, you talk about guys like Trey Lance. I mean, if Kyler Murray's available in Arizona, um, I, I think everything is on the table depending on how the season shakes out. So, I mean, just to sort of follow, I mean, just to follow up on that, do you think it's a case of, all right, if like we, we go win a couple playoff games, we're going to run Kirk, run it back with Kirk. Or is it like, cause I mean, I, I think, you know, you hear it from Vikings fans too. You know, they're really I, I think they sort of see themselves as like being in limbo, yes. you know, like and like the, you know, you can say, all right, the Packers, maybe even did, did Aaron Nagler reference this in the Packers episode? It could have. I'm I'm operating a little slow today. Um, but the point being is the like the Packers. All right. They moved on to Jordan Love. You know, they, they made the move and it might stink. It might be terrible, but they at least know where they are. You know, they're, they've got Jordan Love. They invested a first-round pick in him. They traded up to get him. They moved on from Aaron Rodgers. With the Vikings, it's like, 
you you probably can be good enough with Kirk Cousins where you're not going to have a good selection in this draft. And you've got a team in the Cardinals with two picks, two first round picks. You've got plenty of teams that'll be looking to get Caleb Williams or Drake May. Like they're they're going to go one and two unless they just stink the joint up this year in college. And it's like if Minnesota has the 15th pick, it's going to be really difficult to get up there. So, and you have a GM who doesn't like to do it. I guess I'm just wondering, like, what? I mean, I mean, you said it. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe you already get the answer. Everything's on the table. It's just like if you're if you're the Vikings, I mean, like you know, you know, you're not going to win the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins, and yet, yeah, you you're not going to get the first pick either. It's a very tough situation. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of epitomizes the Kirk Cousins experience, I think, where you're straddling that line where kind of like, you know, the Vikings and Kirk Cousins and Will, you and I probably talked about this a year or three years ago too. It's just like the Vikings are never, they, they, they almost never bottom out, but they also, that, that works against them in some ways too. And similar with Kirk Cousins, like he is going to be good enough that you could justify paying him starter money, but you have two options when you don't have a, a, a dynamic game changer at quarterback, like a Mahomes, an Allen, a Burrow, a Hertz. If you don't have one of those guys, you have two options. You pay what the market says, or you totally reset and you risk losing your annual shot at a wild card. You, you, you risk your job essentially. And so, I mean, I just, I look at everything else the Vikings have done um, aside from the quarterback position, Dalvin cook, uh, Zadarius Smith, Adam Thielen, Patrick Peterson, um, Eric Kendricks, all of these guys. I mean, I look at all that and I don't see a team that, that says we really, really believe Kirk cousins could surprise us this year and, and make a run. I mean, I see a team that is preparing mostly for his exit. And right now they just don't have a better higher upside alternative. And that, it, you know, maybe that will present itself next off season. That just reminds me of the Jimmy Garoppolo situation. You brought up Trey Lance, where it's like, you know, you have this serviceable quarterback that wins games that's likable, but can't push the needle. Um, so it'll be interesting. I don't think that Trey Lance is going to be with the 49ers. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is like evil Kirk Cousins. Oh, oh, he's just a better looking Kirk Cousins. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like it's, but it's like, he's like the dark hair, like, you know, Kirk Cousins is, 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 is yeah. a, a oh, yeah. clean cut guy, mm-hmm. does his steaks mm-hmm. well done, um, you know, a devout uh, religious man. And, and Jimmy Robles out here, like with porn stars, you know, it's yes. just like, like, the, like, like, you know, it's like, I mean, to a nice Beverly Hills dinner. Okay. He does that, it right. I'm not, I'm not right, it's not evil bad. I'm just saying like, the, to me, they're like. It's like a like alter e- evil alter ego yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I, I I can see that. I can see that. Cody, I see you wrote an article uh, just a week ago that Jeff- Justin Jefferson is downplaying his need for the new contract before training camp. He's saying he's not really worried about it. Uh, should fans be worried about it? When do you think this extension is going to get done? Um, I, I mean, I would say if it's not before training camp, then during. I would guess. I mean, I, I just think. You know, and even if it's directly before the season, I mean, there's been some reporting about the Vikings not rushing to get this done because they have them under team control for at least another two years. But I mean, I, I see multiple reasons why it will get done before the, the season. Um, number one, he's going to be there. Like there hasn't been a more obvious building block for maybe any NFL team, you know, three years into a player's career. Number two, uh, his, his trajectory suggests that like if you wait a year to give him this deal, uh, I mean, you're going to be paying even more for him. Uh, so you, like the quicker you can get ahead of it, probably the better from a team side. And then as a bonus, you open up a little bit of money by reworking or extending the deal. So, um, yeah. And I think that again, we've seen, you know, personalities, they don't always factor into these things, but 
Um, and certainly guys can change after they get paid a hundred, $200 million. But, you know, just as an aside, you know, personally, Justin Jefferson, like he, he plays the part of a number one receiver. Like he comes in with the, like the flashy, like sunglasses and the jewelry and like, he plays it up, but he really is like, from my experience, um, you know, I had a chance to talk to him last summer and talking with people like on the team, this guy is just like, he really is just like a little kid who doesn't take himself too seriously. <laughs> Okay. And it kind of benefits the team too, because, you know, he talked about like, of course I'll be at training camp. Like he, he really does just have fun and not that like guys like Stefan Diggs didn't do that while they were there too. But I, I just think at the end of the day, he will be a Viking. The Vikings love him. He's going to love getting paid what he's going to get from them. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's your number one, 25 under 25 guys. Yeah. It's yes. a good article yeah. on uh, com. People should check that out. Um, so right, let's take a quick break. We come back. More Vikings talk, including Skull. what the defense might look like under a new coordinator. Skull! <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, so Brian Flores in town now. Uh, Ed Donatel. Talk about people beloved in Minnesota. Ed Donatel, not beloved in Minnesota. Um, run out of town. Understandably, given how how well the defense, you know, how poorly the defense played, um, Brian Flores, you know, I, I mean, developed a reputation as a really, really good defensive coach. Had you know the the whole issue with you know, suing the league and you know, fired by Miami and all of that, and like, in you know, just a very bizarre turn of events because Miami has to be involved in every scandal. The Dolphins do uh, now in Minnesota. Like, I mean, that's a home run for the Vikings, right? Is it, is there a sense that this defense? can take a, dra- a dramatic step forward or is there just too much personnel loss there? Yeah, I think that's the key. Um, I don't know that you're going to see it necessarily as much in the results, um, but like this year, uh, but certainly like there's a philosophy change on defense. And I think it's probably the thing that stood out most. Like when I was at OTAs, of course the offense was in a little bit of a holding pattern. Dalvin cook wasn't there. Justin Jefferson wasn't there, but on defense, I mean, if you just look at the way he's lining guys up, um, I mean, a bunch of guys standing up at the line, some of them rushing, some of them dropping. It just looks a lot different. It's creative up front. And so, like, if you were to look at the, the way to play defense, if you were to use, like, extreme generalizations, there's, like, two ways to play, attack or react. And the Ed Donatel defense was very much, like, it was a total react. Like, we will sit back and let you do what you want to do and react. And if you have the personnel for that, and your personnel is great. Like it can work. Like if your pass rushers are winning without sending extra rushers, whatever, it can work. I mean, Brian Flores, it seems like it's, it's quite a a polar shift here to attack or at least present like we're going to attack. And so 
you know, you saw Marcus Davenport who came over from the saints. He's lining up like at inside linebacker about mm. to rush. Uh, he's lined up with his hand in the dirt. You've got Harrison Smith coming down, Jordan Hicks. Um, again, it's just, a, it's a total opposite of the sit back and react approach, which kind of got them beaten by the giants in the playoffs last year. Um, so again, I'm, I'm not so sure the personnel is there to give you the results you want, but you can at least expect more creativity. All right. Well, let's bet on it. Uh, Cody uh, Vikings win total eight and a half. Now they had the most single score wins last year, I believe in NFL history at 11 or 12, this eight and a half, 11 and 11 and 0 in the regular season. Oh, and one in the postseason. Because that's okay. called regression, kids. Regression to the mean. It bites you in the ass. Yeah. So what do you think? You're eight and a half. Oh, I, I mean, I'm going. So it's a really, I mean, there's a reason they, like, they're good at putting these out because it's always right where it should be. Um, I'm going over, but barely. Like, I'm, I would project, like, a nine and eight season. I think that, you know, like you you referenced earlier, Will, there seems to be this kind of limbo state. Um, and even when I was out there for OTAs, like just talking to like some people that, that work for the team, um, like a- anyone involved with the team, there's definitely a sense of, we're not sure where this is going. Like really? the 13 and four, I mean, like nobody expected 13 wins. I right. think with Kevin O'Connell as a first year coach, certainly like all last season, it was beaten to death. This like one score, uh, the way that they got those 13 wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, we kept calling them a luck box and they would, well, yeah. Things. yeah, they just know how to win. They know how to win. It's like, no, no, you don't know how to win in the NFL. You win in one score games, you get yeah. lucky as hell. And, and I, and I would agree with you, but no matter what, if you're, if you're rooting for a team that's got 13 wins, if you're playing for a team that's got 13 wins, like regardless of whether it's real or not, they're going to believe it's real because you don't like call, that, you're, you're never going to be like, yeah, we're getting lucky, dude. We yeah, in a like, week out. It's amazing. It gets infectious. Like yeah. you, you go into anyway, like 13 wins. They didn't expect it. Everyone talks highly of the general manager, what Quasi Adolfo Mensa has done and the way he's like, he's not tying himself to these, these names because of sentimentality, like Dalvin cook, Adam Thielen, like all of them individually make sense. Uh, from a cap perspective, from a team building perspective, the problem is they haven't necessarily gotten better. Like they've gotten worse because of those steps. It's just a question of, well, where are we going? Like, it feels like we've been waiting for another shoe to drop with the Vikings all off season, mainly because of the quarterback situation. Like they haven't fully hit the reset button. So all that said, I'm not ready to like crown the lions just yet. Yeah. I like the, I like the bears, but how much better are they going to be? Um, and then the Packers, I know, you know, they could be bad uh, transitioning at quarterback. I'm not ready to like write them off either. I think they could be competitive. And so, you know, I, I look at it like, as always with Kirk Cousins, you're probably hovering around the wild card spot. I, I say nine and eight, and I see it as a three team race, no team head and shoulders above each other in the North. Yeah, I, I was going to ask that about the North, and, and and if we can bring up the division, the odds to win the division, that would work too. Just because, like, it's wild to me, hey, Billy. Uh, it's wild to me to see these numbers. And like, I having said that, like, I, I, I'm not telling anybody to bet the Vikings, but it's like they just went 13 and four, and they brought back, you know, D- Dalvin's gone, Adam Thielen's gone, but like they draft Jordan Addison. They have Justin Jefferson. They have Kirk Cousins. They have a good coaching staff, we think. They improved their defensive coordinator position. The defense, it wasn't very good last year at all. But Aaron Rodgers is gone. Yeah. 
and they're plus 330 to win the division. It is the biggest like red flag on planet Earth that Vegas is making them more than three to one to win a division that features the Packers with a total question mark at quarterback and way worse odds. The Bears, who just had the number one overall pick, which means they're probably not very good. They're not. And the Detroit Lions, who, to quote my buddy Adam Shine, have been rebuilding since 1935. Like, <laughs> the Vikings number here is wild to me, Cody. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think, like, basically I'm going to tell you probably what I've said on any Vikings preview show for the last five years. It's that I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders, but I think they're going to be in the wild card mix. I mean, yeah. I don't think much has has changed really like the 40, the pieces. 40 to one to win the Super Bowl. by the way, that's a, that's oh. for, for a team that went 13 and four last year. That is a bit in a week NFC. That is a big, big number. Well, yeah. to make and, the and playoffs, I, you're getting plus money plus plus one twenty. It seems crazy. like from what we're hearing from you, Cody, that's a good bet to make. Yeah. Like again, I mean, I feel like if you, if you re-listen to like all of what we've talked about during this, like, I don't think any of us are like in love with the Vikings and their no. trajectory for <laughs> as a 2023 contender. And yet, you look around the division, like, yes, Detroit has the pieces to be competitive. I'm not ready to say they are, like, class of, you know, the NFC. Um, And then, again, I think Packers will be competitive. Bears, maybe a couple wins better. So, it's like, yeah, they're just – they're very clearly, to me, like, in the mix there. It's just – the. The play, I understand the plus money of the playoffs like that. I think that's not a bad bet at all. You're talking about a you know a weak NFC where good luck finding a lot of teams that are going to be good in this in this conference. But like, <laughs> I just can't get over this three like plus three thirty. I know, like that is wild as hell. This division is not that good, and and yet again, as you're saying, Cody, like I don't, I'm like I don't really want to bet it because like I, yeah. Do you, do you think there's a chance the Vikings? just flop well that's the ones that like if so kirk cousins the one thing you can't argue against is that he's been durable now if that if Mm. if there's a big injury for for example like we talked about the jimmy garoppolo evil thing like the one thing like kirk cousins has been able to do is he's the the polar opposite man i'm telling you jimmy garoppolo eats eats his steak raw but (laughs) but (laughs) well like the the one way, I guess, like I thought about this, what is the one way where the Vikings could then say, we're going to lean all the way in to the rebuild and we're going to like really push our chips into 2024 during this season? It would probably be where like maybe you you, you start Justin out of the Jefferson gate. gets hurt. I mean, it, Jeff, yes. I mean, when Justin Jefferson gets removed, like it's rare when he gets taken out of the game. But when he does that, it gets ugly pretty quickly for the Vikings offense. So. Yeah, if he gets hurt, if Kirk Cousins gets hurt, or maybe you start for some, you know, bad reason, you start one and five, one and six. Um, and then you might you might start saying, hey, do they consider like seeing what we've got with the young guys, but really it's just to play for the, the next draft. So mm. yeah, that's that would really, I think, shift the pendulum there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's curious it's what you what you think of Justin Jefferson's uh bets here. He is the favorite actually to have the most regular season receiving yards at plus 600 Jamar Chase of course right underneath him at plus 700 he had he was offensive player of the year last year over 1800 receiving yards this year his line has dropped down it's um, dropped down to 1375 and a half I'm pretty high on this Jordan Addison kid at a USC Uh, curious if you think maybe that is a reason why uh Justin Jefferson's line has, has decreased from his production for last year. Do you, do you have high hopes for this kid? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think Jordan Addison, like the, it's 
this isn't uh it's not time to panic, but I don't think it's nothing that he hasn't practiced since rookie minicamp. Yeah. I mean, he sat out OTAs minicamp and they expect him to be ready for training camp. Again, I don't think it's you know, it's not time to hit the, the panic button yet, but it's it's something. Um, I mean, if I'm betting on Justin Jeff, like I know for any other receiver, like to just casually be like, you know, 1300, 1400 yards. Well, that's nothing like, but it is with him. Like he makes it so, he just looks so smooth. I mean, I I was thinking a safe bet for Justin Jefferson is 1400 yards. You know, I think reasonable is 1500, even if you want to push it to 1600. I mean, the guy is like, uh, you, you, you factor in the Addison question mark, like, is he going to be there or not? I, I still think TJ Hawkinson is a little underrated as kind of a safety valve for Kirk Cousins. So I, I just, I think the volume will still be there um, for Justin Jefferson. And then Jordan Addison, you know, KJ Osborne, he's kind of hovered around 500, 600 yards the last two years. So he's not a non-factor either. So. Mm. Dig it. All right. All right. Great stuff, Cody. Yeah, Cody, thank you so much uh, for joining us today and talking all things Vikings and sharing some insight there. We really appreciate it. I'm definitely taking the over now on uh, Justin Jefferson. We, I was kind of going towards the under, but you have convinced me. Don't yeah, forget Justin Jefferson. <laughs> I feel yeah. like we, did, we didn't even like argue that much during that. Like we didn't have any uh, controversial talking points or anything. Well, yeah, I mean, like I think that you're, uh, you know, your stance, you're taking the Vikings and having like been and seen them up close, like. Like, I'm just, like, wary of the Vikings, mainly yeah. because of that division number. And you're sort of, I mean, like, I think, I mean, you weren't, you weren't really giving us the hard sell on Minnesota here. Like, either. Like, <laughs> no, you're like, like, this middle, team, but... like, this team's not winning the Super Bowl, and they could be involved in the playoffs, but yeah, I don't mean to just, like, ride the middle, but that's precisely what this organization I think it's. Is, I think it's a know. great theme for the, yeah. I mean, we've mentioned it several times. Like, it's, it's yeah. I mean, they don't know where they are. Yeah. Like me, yeah, the day after right. my birthday. <laughs> all right, Cody, thank you so much for joining us. Stay <laughs> tuned for more from our All 32 uh, series with daily drops in your podcast feed and on YouTube. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe on this show. Again, thank you, Cody, and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Cody. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.